This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. B5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome, everyone, to another edition of Magic Drive Time. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here with you as the Magic get set to continue their road trip. They've got game two of four after falling last night in Brooklyn, their first in-season tournament game. And they fell 124-104 to to the Brooklyn Nets. The Magic by a terrific basketball heading into the final frame and then outscored 36-18. to It was a very entertaining basketball game. But it was all Brooklyn in that fourth quarter. The Nets shoot 13 for 17 from the floor and run away with this one late. And for the Orlando Magic, they are led in scoring by Franz Wagner with 21. They do have seven players in double figures. Next was Paolo Bancaro with 19. Orlando did hit 16 threes, but they were outdone by the Brooklyn Nets, who went 19 of 39 from beyond the arc, shot 49% from the floor. The Magic are back at it tonight, 7.30 right here on 96.9 The Game and 7.30. On Bally Sports Florida, Jake Chapman will have the call. I'll have it with Jeff Turner on Bally Sports Florida again. And Jake, first of all, your impressions of our first in-season tournament game, right? The jerseys were, I'll say, unique for the Brooklyn Nets. I, I wasn't quite sure what to what to make of that. Those are wild, uh, man. Yeah, it's my uh, first game I called was in Mexico City, and we couldn't hear anything, so it's technical <laughs> issues. The second one was comic book jerseys. It was hard to see everything, and. Uh, and a, and a different court, but it was it was an atmosphere that I thought was uh, pretty conducive to this in-season tournament. And I thought, listen, we talked about it yesterday on this show. Like, if if you are about the in-season tournament and you're the Brooklyn Nets, you couldn't lose that game. You couldn't afford to let that game get away from you on your home floor. And don't worry about the score. Like, they this is, there's several tiebreakers and there's point differentials. So, yes, they poured it on late and they got about seven more points than they should have yeah. in the final 30 seconds. That wouldn't have happened in a regular season game, uh, but point differential could be huge. So now the Magic have a minus 20 point differential, right? Uh, which is which is massive. And they got a, they got a rebound on Friday against Chicago, but all, all, all in all, good vibes. I thought it was a fun atmosphere last night. Yeah, I mean, it, it, look no further than Golden State and Minnesota if you need to know, if you need to look into how much it means. I don't think anybody wanted that when they drew up the NCAA. Was that a scoreless game when he put him in a headlock? Yes, it was. I, I, I think that probably has more to do with the fact that Draymond Green needs to prove to himself that he still has it once a year and and, and trying to bully somebody. Uh, so ridiculous. It, it's so stupid. Um, I don't even really want to get into it, but no, for sure. I mean, we've heard across the board, look, Powell said it, and, and a lot of people have said it. Anthony Davis was talking about it last night. $500,000 is a lot of money. You put yeah. it on the money, and I'm, I'm, I'm playing hard. And then obviously it's just a little added incentive to already competitive people. So um, I think it's added a little bit. I think that game could have been just as competitive if it wasn't an in-season tournament game. I think Draymond Green might put people in headlocks if it's if it's not <laughs> yes tournament games. Um, but with that said, no, for sure it's you know it, it adds a little spice. And you did notice, and I mentioned it on the broadcast. You noticed late in the game, you know, Coach Rosen didn't pull the starters. He put Jed Howard out there, got a little bit of work done, obviously. But guess what? He's your best shooter, and so Coach Rosen yeah. had in the back back of his mind, not necessarily right in the back of his mind, but in the back back of his mind that point differential. 
Um, that's part of this whole thing, too, and it adds just a little bit to what you normally would call garbage time in, 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 in like a 15-, 20-point game on the road in November. Well, and I thought, you know, now you got to go out and beat somebody by 20, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got to get back to even, and hopefully you can do that against Chicago. Chicago's a team that's struggling. Uh, they're 4-7. and seven. No DeMar DeRozan. We'll let you know who's in, who's out, starting lineups and all that uh, coming up in the next segment. But no DeMar DeRozan, personal reasons. And this is the team that, you know, rumors come out yesterday about Zach Levine, that he could be on the move and that maybe both sides are uh, amenable to a, to a trade. So that, now the wheels are turning. When that gets out, and when that makes it to Shams, again, it's just rumors. But usually when that makes it to Shams, there's been conversations. There have right. been many conversations to that point. And and who knows? You know, Zach Levine may we we've heard this we've heard this rumor for years, so I'll believe it when it happens. But this is a Chicago team that could go a very different direction. And the magic could play a part in that. You play the Bulls tonight, then you play them again on Friday in the in-season tournament. If you beat Chicago on Friday, they, they drop to 0-2 in the tournament play, and that could be very difficult for them to dig their Dig their uh, to, to dig out of that hole, and then if you know if you beat them twice, they're four and nine. Jake, this thing could get sideways very quick here in Chicago. Well, I, I mean, it feels like we we did this last year when we went on our six game winning streak in December, and you, we beat the Lakers a week or two ago, and all of a sudden the reports the next day are they need to trade for a third star. <laughs> we beat Milwaukee on Saturday. I don't know if you noticed, D, but on Sunday and Monday, I'm reading stuff about Adrian Griffin's job. Yes, right yes. On. I'm like, can we get a little bit of respect that had losing? To, to the worst team in the league for crying out loud, we're five right, and five. Right. Um, but you're right. Like I think, I, I think if we can go in there and steal these two games, then certainly it'll sort of turn the beginning of their season on its ear. You throw in the added incentive on Friday with the in-season tournament stuff. You throw in Demar Derozan missing tonight. It's personal reasons. I don't think it's because he's about to get right. traded. Um, right. that, that, that's that's some tin foil hat type stuff. But um, a lot of questions, a lot of injury. Tin foil hat. <laughs> All I love any- that reference. I have not heard of that before. That's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, just go on Twitter for a minute, and you'll and you'll read all the conspiracy theorists right, uh, right. and and their tin tinfoil hat theories. I I do have a little bit of like a approaching a wounded animal feeling, Dante, because you never know how a team like that can can turn some of that stuff um, into internal motivation. They do have very good players. They do have Nikola Vucevic. We know what he's capable of, and we know yes. his eyes uh, his eyes light up every time he sees. The blue and black. So it's, you know, we, we got to lock in. Second night of a back-to-back. Um, the way we finished that game last night was very disappointing. There's starting to be a little bit of a book on us. We shot two of 13 from three in the fourth quarter last night. Right. They're packing the paint on us. Billy Donovan's smart enough to, to to not try to outthink it too much. Go off what teams have done successfully against us. So um, can't turn the ball over. Got to knock down some shots. That's the frustrating part is we made 16 threes last night. That's a season high. As far as making threes, but by the end of the fourth quarter, your percentages had come way down. So, um, 48 minutes of basketball tonight, and getting Gary Harris back should look pretty good, I think, uh, as far as yes. the shooting goes. Yeah, that's a very good sign as well. And I, and you know, it wasn't sustainable the way you were shooting the three ball. It Correct. Was 46 three point attempts is not what this team is about. They need no. to slow it down. They're more methodical. Uh, you you, know, you you gave up your outs. You're out fast break 31 to seven. Crazy. 31 fast break. One of the best teams in the NBA defending the fast break and getting back and not allowing that to happen. And you got caught up in the pace, I thought, last night, which was very uncharacteristic of this Magic team. Um, and that played right into Brooklyn's hands. You know, Jock Vaughn talked before the game about how Orlando does things that we're not willing to do. They're going to stick their nose in there. They're going to reach in. They're going to get physical. They're going to make it un- uncomfortable on us. And Jock said, we don't turn the ball over. Like, we don't get teams to turn the ball over. 
He said, unless my challenge tonight is going to be, are you willing to do what it takes to force turnovers? And I would say so, Jake, to the tune of 16 magic turnovers. And and the 16 is about what you average per game. You could probably live with that. But they were live ball turnovers that yeah. had 27 points. And they scored on almost every single one of those turnovers oh and 31 gosh. fast break points. And, and that's that deja vu. Oh, the live ball turnovers. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, the live ball turnovers. And you had kind of, kind of corrected that. You're middle yeah, of the pack. For sure. And, you know, 16th in the NBA, live ball turnovers a game. So you would kind of corrected that a little bit. But you couldn't get out of your own way as, as far as the turnovers go last night. And by launching threes, Jake, I think what hurt us the most, you take 46 three-pointers. Well, then you don't get your points in the paint. And you're one of the best teams at points in the paint. You're 12 in the NBA. You get about 50 a game. And last night you had 36. So when when you're not attacking the paint, not getting to the free throw line like we did before, remember, you don't have to get there 35 times, but you got to get there more than 21. You know, you yep. got to get at least as close to your average as possible. You're second in the league in free throw attempts per game. Now third with 27. You didn't get there. You didn't get there. You didn't get back on defense. You allowed them to shoot 19 threes. And Spencer did what he do, did what he always did. I'm, I'm looking at my notes and I'm seeing his career high against the Magic was 29. He did it twice, and I'm watching. And sure enough, he sat right on 29. <laughs> Something when he's got it going, you can just go ahead and book it for 29. Spencer did what he. But you you got away from what got you the big win against Milwaukee. It was a desperate Brooklyn team that needed that in season tournament win, and now you have to bounce back tonight against Chicago. Yeah, and that was the frustrating part is you got beat at the things that you do well, right? Like they out-rebounded you, um, offensive rebounds, um, points off turnovers, all of that stuff. Getting up and down is something we've been really good against, and and Brooklyn was able to get out and go. Um, And and the the paint points was the really sort of confounding part, and and that is how I know that we got sucked into the pace that they wanted to play, the style that they wanted to play, because Nick Claxton and Dayron Sharp were in foul trouble all night. Sharp fouled out after 24 minutes, and Claxton barely played in the first half because of foul trouble, and that's one of the best in- in- interior defenders in the game. Yeah. He's hardly on the floor for the first Dick, half. We were looking at we were looking at the, the record for fastest disqualification due to fouls was held by Jeff Turner, who was the New Jersey Nets. So it was a franchise record, and we were watching it. I love that story. In five minutes, you know, Jeff was seven. Jeff's was seven, so we're looking at it thinking, this is Jeff might get knocked out of the history books, but... Uh, Somehow he finished with four. You're right. You're right. Now, does he want to preserve that record? Is that one that he, <laughs> so he, that he liked being on the books? Or is he does like being on the books. It's a record that I have. You got to register. Yeah, you got to register in, in, in some way, shape, or form. Um, no, and it was. And didn't didn't Woody feel like D'Angelo Russell? Like that's the guy that you can't afford to let beat you. And in that Lakers game in Los Angeles, it was D'Angelo Russell, ten of yep. fourteen or whatever that night. We did a pretty good job with Bridges uh, and Cam Johnson. I thought. Um, but it was Dinwiddie, ten of eighteen, and then those nine assists as well. He was um, he was the best player on the floor last night. Well, and there's some guys we got to get back on track. I mean, Jalen Suggs had a, had a had a tough bad, had a tough game. He finishes a minus twenty seven. Uh, he was all over the place. He was as as wild and frenetic as you'd expect from Jalen Suggs. Missed two dunks right there at the rim. Yeah. So very uncharacteristic of Jalen. The one dunk would have been the play of the night yes. in the NBA had he been able to pull it off. He tried to dunk on the entire Nets roster. Uh, the other one is right under the basket, just missed it. So it's just kind of an off game. He someone landed on his arm, so he, he kind of had an injury, trying to battle through that shoulder injury. Uh, I'm sorry, that elbow injury. But he was able to come back. And 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 Cole Anthony, Jake, we got to figure this out. He's now he's now three for his last twenty, uh, go the last three games, and he was by far your best offensive player the first three games of the season. 
we got to get him back on track because Franz, you know, Franz and Paolo, they're going to do what they do. And they, they had their struggles last night for sure. Everybody fell apart. The wheels completely fell off the bus in the fourth quarter. But till then, you know, you, you could live with it. Paolo hitting four threes last night was huge. Franz had huge. three threes. He was three for his first five, but nobody could knock down a shot in that fourth quarter. But we got to find, you know, these are two similar teams tonight. Very similar. Uh, Chicago struggles to score. The Magic struggle to score, which is funny because you have DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Nick Vucevic, right? You have three, two 20-point scorers and one that's at 18. You'd think scoring would be no problem. And now you take your second-leading score out of the game in DeMar DeRozan here tonight. Uh, Certainly would be difficult for Chicago, but we got to find ways to get some of these guys back on track, especially Cole Anthony. The three balls falling for Paolo and Franz, I think they were, what, 7 or 15 combined. Um, and then Joe Ingles off the bench, three for three, boom, 11 yes, points yes. right off the rip. He's got his uh, career high in a Magic uniform, season high. And so, it, it, and then they froze him out again. And then they did what we always do. Guys, four of four, red hot, doesn't take another shot the rest of, the rest of the game. Yep, yep. That's um, That can be really frustrating. The ball movement uh, <laughs> certainly lagged at times yesterday, but you got to get back on track. And, and like you said with Chicago, um, they don't really do anything well, particularly when you look at right, which is isn't that surprising when you look? It's it, it's strange, and really, since going back to the beginning of last year, look when Alex Caruso is on the floor, they're a great defensive team, and he he is that yep. good, um, defensively, and he's uh, I I think he's listed as questionable for tonight. Um, they've got some good defensive uh, personnel, and then they score from the mid range, and that's what they, and that's largely Demar Derozan, obviously Vooch, um, that's where they get you. So I. I think it's an interesting matchup. They are a lot closer to us as opposed to some of the last couple teams we played Milwaukee right, and Brooklyn right. trying to push the pace a little bit. This is going to be a little bit more of a slowdown type game. So you feel a little bit more comfortable, especially on the second night of a back-to-back. But bottom line is, the, like I said, I mean, Billy Donovan is going to pack the paint. And if we don't loosen up uh, 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 some space for Paolo and Franz to attack the bucket, get our paint points number back up to where it should be, then, then we're going to be in trouble again. Well, we had uh, had a great finish here last year. Uh, Jalen Suggs' miracle basket, two missed free throws by Vooch, and Suggs hits the game-winning three-pointer with two seconds left. It was the worst shooting performance of Zach Levine's career. Now there's rumors swirling about Zach Levine on the move again. Uh, so he's, I think he's going to have 50 field goal attempts tonight. I don't know that he's, I don't know how many he's going to make, but I think Zach Levine is going to be a man possessed here tonight. More coming your way on Magic Drive Time when we return in just a moment. The reigning NBA champs, the Denver Nuggets. Going to make their only visit to Orlando on Wednesday, November 22nd. You can see Nikola Jokic and Aaron Gordon and the Nuggets take on the Magic. OrlandoMagic.com is where you can get your tickets and cheer on the Magic. The last game before Thanksgiving, the Magic and the Nuggets. We'll be back with more Magic Drive Time in just a moment. Great dishes begin with top-quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low-sodium and organic items, to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. 
Don't put off getting your oil changed, Orlando. Take 5 Oil Change, proud partner of the Magic, is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Orlando area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. That means you won't even have time to show off your perfect jump shot or killer crossover. Take 5 is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dumps. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Orlando Magic. The ruggedly capable all-wheel drive Kia Telluride X Pro is truly at the top of its game. It kind of reminds us of legendary four-time NBA champ Draymond Green. Hold on. What? Powerful performance in tough conditions. <laughs> yep, that's Dre. Totally dominates the lane. Money Green coming through. Intuitive. Intelligent. IQ on a trillion. Bold and rugged. Oh, yeah. Bold and rugged. That part. And has a combined 24.6 inches of dual panoramic displays and third row seating. A panel what? <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't put it past them. The Kia Telluride X-Pro. Telluride X-Pro. I like that. Here's to legends in the making. Kia is the official automotive partner of the NBA and WNBA. Kia. Movement that inspires. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver errors and our driving conditions. Always drive safely and obey all traffic laws. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. At Star Credit Union, you inspire us to go the extra mile to meet your financial needs. That's why we offer Magic fans more banking options like better rates and no hidden fees. Our team is also dedicated to making the communities we serve stronger, volunteering our time and talents while donating millions to local nonprofits. Star Credit Union, official credit union of the Orlando Magic. Visit ViStarCU.org and go Magic. NBA in-season tournament tips off this fall. As part of group play, the Orlando Magic will host two home games at Amway Center. They'll battle the Toronto Raptors on Tuesday, November 21st at 7 p.m. and the Boston Celtics on Friday, November 24th at 2.30 p.m. The stakes are high and the team is ready for this exciting new challenge. Secure your tickets today at orlandomagic.com tournament and get ready to cheer on your Orlando Magic. This is Joe Ingalls of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. Welcome back, everyone, to Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman, the Magic back in action tonight, 7.30 right here, 96.9 The Game, 7.30 on Valley Sports Florida. And right now, let's get you our call of the game. It's brought to you by Glick from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging 
on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit Glip.com to learn more. I believe the call of the game yesterday was we're going to get a game from Joe Ingles, right? Joe Ingles, it felt like a breakout game from Joe Ingles. We got that, Jake. We got we got Joe Ingles. That never yes. happens where we correctly predict things on this show. But um, it was good to have Joe Ingles back and, and playing well. His best game as a member of the Magic, a season high, 11 points for him. And I think for all of the troubles and for everything that's happening, I think tonight's the night Cole Anthony gets back on track. Because I think even though he's three for his last 20, he feels like he's 19 for 20. This this confidence does not wane. <laughs> and I think for some reason, when you need him, you're tired on the second night of a back-to-back. He told me this summer what he did was work out to the point of exhaustion. He would run, he would do all the workouts, bring himself to the absolute brink of exhaustion, and then go take shots. So that was his whole point. I want to be there. I want to have the legs. I want to have the stamina to finish games. And that that was his best way to get there. So I think when you're tired, you're on the second night of a back-to-back, I think that's the guy that's going to help you get it done. Yeah, it's um, it's been, what, three straight games. It's, he, he hasn't quite been Cole. He still grabs rebounds, still does other things to help oh. the team, obviously. But uh, but we need that that Dallas Cole, that 7 of 13, um, especially if we're going to have, you know, kind of a lack of, of that third scoring punch like we had last night. I mean, short of Joe Ingles, nobody really gave you anything, um, not named Paolo and Franz. So um, I love that. I think especially if Alex Caruso doesn't play, I, I like that a little bit better. Um, and we'll see. Like it, it, this is one of those games that exactly you're gonna need to summon. You're gonna need to dig down deep, my boys, as Richie used to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Summon a little bit of juice from somewhere. And and a lot of times when you need juice, Cole Anthony is the guy to bring it. Either him or Mo Wagner. And so I like both those guys. Well, yeah, well, that, you can't go wrong with that. Mo Wagner's a great choice as well. And our uh, upcoming game, Look Ahead, is brought to you by Ticketmaster. You got him twice, so you're gonna play Chicago tonight. Then you're gonna play him again on Friday. The second game. Uh, second in-season tournament game, and that becomes a pivotal game for this yeah. Magic team. And who knows, if you beat them tonight and they're feeling bad about themselves tomorrow, and then you know you, you might be able to blow them out of the gym on Friday and make up some of that point differential. Or they could be, like you said, a little bit of that wounded animal men- mentality and come out. Uh, listen, it doesn't matter if you if you back a snake into a corner. A, a dying snake is still a snake. <laughs> it, could still, exactly. it could still bite. Sammy, they drive for stadiums too, court. right? You know, that's right. Dying snake is still a snake, and I never forgot that one. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at our injury report. It's brought to you by Advent Health, official team physicians of the Orlando Magic, and you alluded to it a little bit. The Magic gets some good news. Gary Harris will be available for Magic head coach Jamal Mosley. He's missed the last five games with the right groin strain, so he's available for his coach here tonight. You will not have Markel Fultz again. This is getting a little worrisome. He's missed five of the last six games now. Wendell Carter Jr., who's on this trip, I've interacted with him a lot, uh, the last couple of days, he's feeling better. Uh, still a ways out, though. He'll be out with that uh, left third metacarpal fracture. Trevor and Queen is on a two-way uh, two-way assignment for Osceola. For the Chicago Bulls, no Lonzo Ball. No, and how do you go with this one? On your all, bit him? I haven't done that one yet. I actually, I, I, I was going to let you take the bullet. <laughs> You're on magic try. I was looking at it. Here we go. I got it open right here. Uh, on your alp, on your alp, or on your alp? Owner alp. Owner Alp, owner Alp, owner Alp, owner Alp, Petit, owner Alp, Petit. Not gonna, not gonna play tonight. And then you got Demar Derozan is out for personal reasons. Justice, Justin Lewis and Adama Sonogo is are out for uh, G League assignment. You will have Dale and Terry. Patrick Williams is probable. Uh, he's been injured. He's been. They just took him out of the starting lineup. He might be yep. back in tonight with the absence of Demar Derozan. Uh, and Alex Caruso is questionable, as you mentioned. 
So there you go. So the Magic get some get some pop back maybe with Gary Harris, and the Chicago Bulls go the other way, losing to Marderos. Yep, still without Markel Fultz, and you're and you're starting to see it. I, I felt like last night was a game that Markel would have made a big difference. Those those possessions where they're baiting you, where where nobody's feeding Joe Ingles and he's got the hot hand, yes. they're baiting you into the one on one stuff. We need a connector. We need a general out there. And until he comes back, somebody's going to take that mantle. And Paul and Franz are are, are your leaders. They're going to initiate quite a bit. But if you're if Anthony Black is on the floor, then he's he's got to be that guy. Yeah, um, because yeah. Jalen Suggs is a two guard and Paolo and Franz are scorers and they need somebody not just to be kind of a glue guy and a connector. They need somebody to take charge. And that can be kind of tricky when you're Anthony Black playing what your six NBA game or whatever. Um, but somebody's got to do it. And so maybe it's Cole coming off the bench playing bigger minutes. Um, you know, it, but it, it's got to come from somewhere. Last year, if you remember at the beginning of the season without Markel, Paolo and Point Paolo and Point Franz. And, yeah. And, and we. We knew it was going to be good for their long-term development, but we knew it wasn't necessarily a good fit. Like, those guys got to wear different hats right now. It stinks, but somebody's got to do it. Yeah, it's, it's interesting you say that, and it's dead on because Jeff Turner kept saying that uh, during the broadcast. Said, Boy, this would be a big game for Markel, a guy that can get in the paint and make a, diff- you know, make a difference. And as you mentioned with those shot blockers in foul trouble, certainly would have been a big game for them. But uh, listen, Brooklyn is surprising. They're now six and five on the season. They're, they're a much better offensive team than you know. They look good on paper. I've seen them play a few games, but knocked down nineteen threes. They are relentless. When they get a stop, they are gone uh, the other way, and that's going to be fun to watch for for them in Brooklyn. But the Magic could have won that basketball game, and I felt like they were going to. Just couldn't knock down enough shots. You couldn't get any stops there in the fourth quarter. That'll do it for us here on Magic Drive Time. Magic back at it tonight. Orlando 5-5 five and five on the season, taking on the 4-7 and seven Chicago Bulls, the first of two in a row here in Chicago. We'll have it for you at 7.30 on the Magic Audio Network at 7.30 on Valley Sports Florida. Have a good night. We'll talk to you tomorrow.